What's up, everyone? We're back for another episode of Locked On Bucks. And as you can see right here, if you're watching on YouTube, we're going to be talking a little bit of Bucks and Warriors. Uh, Milwaukee is afforded this rare luxury of two nights off. You don't get that every day in the NBA. So we're going to catch up with everything that's going on with Golden State. It's been a relatively big week for the Golden State Warriors. So we're going to touch on that. Then look ahead to Thursday, uh, Thursday night's game uh, in Milwaukee. So let's get into it. Max him down. Hear me on this show daily and also find my work over at ESPN. And today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Check out pricepicks.com. Use the promo code MBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. And I mentioned it is a little bit of crossover action on today's podcast. Cyrus Satsas, have I got that right from Locked On Warriors? I asked you before, I was a little bit nervous about it. The last thing I want to do is be offending a guest in the first 30 <laughs> oh, seconds. No. How are we doing? <laughs> no, you're great, man. Look, in the, in the United States, uh, there's, I think, two or three people with that last name. My dad, my sister, and myself. And my sister got married, so I think there's only two of us. Dude, people butcher that name all the time. You actually nailed it perfectly. So thank you, and it's such a pleasure uh, being on the show with you. What is the background of that name, by the way? My dad's Persian. So, um, but he, but the, the the weird, the funnier thing is, so I've been in the media for like uh, working in the media for over 20 years now, and you have no idea how many jobs I've lost because of this name, right? Because in the early days in the media, like such ostentatious things like a name and a pronunciation mattered in terms of getting hired. And then I only found out like a year ago that my grandfather, who I never met. Uh, he passed away when my dad was like 15, changed his last name to the name I have. And so all this like loyalty and, and, and commitment to keeping a real was for nothing because apparently this is a new last name. But at this point, I'm 43 years old, so I'll stick with it. But yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's the story. We have Giannis uh, Adetokounmpo. We have Sandro Mamu Kalashvili. Uh, we had Yorgos Kalatsakis earlier this week. <laughs> So, so we love it, first of all. Uh, you know, what some people may say is a difficult uh, surname to pronounce, not not in this area, so we're totally nice. fine with that. Nice. Uh, let, let's talk Warriors, and let's, let's ask the, the most obvious question, first of all, um, just as someone who covers the team that gets to watch what's going on uh, with this franchise all season long, can you just describe to us the, the night that you guys got to have a couple of nights back here with Clay Thompson returning to the floor, looking very much like Clay, I would have to say. But the the sideshow and everything that went all along with that. Yeah, I mean, it was it was efficient, Clay. I think he met expectations and then some. I mean, twenty minutes of play, seventeen points for a man who's been out for nine hundred forty one days is exemplary, in in my opinion. Um, and yeah, I I, I want to give a shout out to uh, another podcast I host, the Rick Barry Show, and my my compadre for that program, Hall of Famer Rick Barry. Um, he was it, it, it enthusiastically pleased with Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson's performance. Um, I got feedback from him right away, and and we covered it in detail. But yeah, so look, Dub Nation is ecstatic. Um, before the game, the Warriors I think were tied for the best record in the NBA, or maybe they were a half game back of the Suns without Clay Thompson. They still don't have James Wiseman yet. So the fact that 
uh, whereas other teams might be making moves to try to improve on their roster. Um, and by the way, we could talk about anything you want, by the way. I'm totally fair game. But uh, so we can talk about the Bucks. I'd love to talk about your team because in my opinion, the Bucks are the only real threat to the Warriors. Your, your team does concern me. Um, but in, with Dub Nation and here in the San Francisco Bay Area, I mean, Clay Thompson is such a popular figure. Uh, never mind just here. I mean, I mean, I felt like for one night, like NBA Twitter and the global NBA fandom all came together because Clay Thompson, for whatever reason, is an immensely popular figure. Um, he's 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 not divisive for some reason. Like regardless of who your team is, people just like Clay. And uh, so here in the Bay Area, I mean, it, we were just thrilled to finally see him back. He's an incredibly likable individual. Um, you know, we, we all have seen what he's gone through again with these two horrific injuries. I don't know if there's any other story like his for a player coming back from back to back horrific leg injuries like a torn ACL and then a torn Achilles. Um, so to see that performance, to see that dunk, and I, and I feel like all of Dub Nation kind of held their breaths when he did that, like, oh, my S-bomb, like, like please don't tear something from jumping like that. And, uh, but he came out fine from that, and then when he started hitting the threes, I think that's when we all knew everything was good. And I'll end it with this, and I'm sorry if I'm being very talkative here. Uh, and from my personal opinion, with everything that I think we as human beings have gone through globally, uh, you know, obviously the pandemic, uh, when you think about the last time Clay Thompson was on the court, Anthony Davis was still with the Pelicans. Kobe Bryant was still with us. Um, to, and, and times have changed. And in my opinion, these are very hard times. So, so to see Clay Thompson on that court, even if it was just for a brief moment, things felt normal, you know, like it actually felt like there was a sense of nostalgia there, you know, and I took comfort in that. I think a lot of other people took comfort in that. And um, it was just great to see Clay Thompson back on the floor playing. It's interesting that you mentioned the two injuries that he's had because I was going for a walk this morning and I was listening to just different podcasts and they were all talking about Clay and talking about everything that's happened the last two days. And, and Milwaukee fans, similar to Golden State fans, have seen the uh, the attempted reemergence of Boogie Cousins, I guess, if you want to call it that. Yes. Now, now, clearly, very different body types, clearly very different players. And I think the expectation that someone of Boogie Cousins' size, that can he return after those injuries, I, I would say the percentage chances are lower than they are for Clay Thompson. Um, but nonetheless, we've seen how it just physically has just impacted him. And Boogie Cousins, the person, looks in great shape. But when you see him move, he's just not the same. So I thought that, to me, as you already pointed to, the dunk, but everything everything about it, he looked explosive. He looked fantastic. I want to ask in general about the, I guess, the, the love fest coming back for the Warriors this year. And this is from an outsider's perspective. I, okay. I, tweeted, I tweeted about this a few weeks ago, that it feels like because the Warriors had those two seasons down, and maybe part of it is the fact that Kevin Durant isn't there anymore. But the Warriors' fatigue appears to be over, and everyone seems to be just enjoying watching them play basketball again. Do you feel that? So what, what's your sense with why the Warriors seem to be this must-watch viewing again? Well, it, it's, I mean, they're an entertaining brand of ball, right? And, and first of all, I, uh, before we get into that, DeMarcus Cousins is interesting because um, Steve Kerr had a press conference on Saturday to uh, informally announce Clay Thompson's comeback. Um, and I actually got a question in there for the press conference and I asked Steve about DeMarcus Cousins. I wanted, I, I mean, everybody's just asking about Clay and I actually wanted to know how is James Wiseman doing? Because it's been like nine, 10 months. We still haven't mm -hmm. seen him yet. Um, so I wanted an update on him, but I also asked like, would the team be interested 
and a player out there like DeMarcus Cousins. I was a little surprised why why your team waived him, and I'd love to get your insights on that. But Steve, Steve Kerr shut that down fast. He was like, uh, I, I'm not answering <laughs> personnel questions. That's Bob Myers' department. I, I didn't say this, but I was like, that's funny, because with Gary Payne II, you exactly. announced pretty quickly, he's going he's gonna to get that guaranteed deal. Um, exactly so, right. Yeah, so that was like a like a subtle way of saying there's no chance in hell. And I've heard some weird stories that Kerr and, and Cousins uh, didn't have the greatest relationships. But uh, anyway, so going back to the Warriors' style of ball, it's just entertaining. I mean, Stephen Curry, as we all know, has changed this brand tremendously just because um, people – it's it's a relatability thing. I, th- I think when you look at a player like LeBron um, – I can't relate. I'm 5'10". I played basketball most of my life, but I can't relate to his style of ball. Like, I can't be a, like, a point guard and then a center in the next breath slamming the ball down. I can be like Steve, like Stephen Curry, even though he's 6'3". And it's still, in, in, in basketball world, that's small, but in the real world, that's still very tall. But nonetheless, his style of play is relatable. Like, like, and that's why you see so many kids now out there shooting threes. Uh, to the disdain of probably their coaches, um, but so and and the ball movement is beautiful basketball. If you're if you're a purist of the game, that part of it you do love. There's a tremendous lack of ego. Um, I mean, this team was successful before Durant. Like I, I'm a strong proponent, and I constantly make the argument they they didn't need him mm-hmm. to be the great team they are. I mean, they did win a championship without him. They did win 73 games without him. They would have been back to back champions without him if the league decided not to suspend Draymond Green that's a whole other uh, discussion so uh, so this is a team that um is not reliant on big stars to carry the day I know Stephen Curry is a huge star I know Draymond Green and Klay Thompson are stars but they're not stars in your typical sense of the word where like they're 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 egotistical right they're they crave attention they uh they're 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 they dress and they're all about fashion and style I mean these are these are individuals that are humble um that play because they actually love the sport and you see that on the court I mean that 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 style and that energy is attractive it's it's likable it's where again they're the they're the, they're the number one team in the NBA in assists um, so they love to share the ball. None of the players really love to have the limelight or attention. And so between the, the offensive game where they're until recently, at least they were putting up points um, and the shooting and the likability of the Splash Brothers. Um, I, I think that two year hiatus was like the perfect amount of time for <laughs> ever for everyone's palates to kind of just like digest the Warriors. It's like, OK, we've gone two years. We went through the bubble uh, and then the Bucks wanted. But I think, by the way, I think Giannis is a very likable player as well. I, I really think the Warriors and Bucks are the two best and two most likable teams. Um, but, you know, they're back and, and they're playing the same brand of ball. And I think the fact that they're doing this without Kevin Durant is kind of telling people like, hey, the, this works without a mega superstar who needs to play that ISO type ball and, and have the ball all the time. And and I just think that style of ball is, is what people enjoy the most. But that's just my opinion on that. So, yeah, the fact that they were so damn good and then they got Kevin Durant is why everyone was so pissed off. Uh, that's the reason. Uh, that's the reason why. But hey, one of the stats that I heard that I I found pretty interesting, uh, or just one of the facts, I guess, not really a stats, but was that Clay Thompson played his first game with Jordan Poole the other night, and there's a bunch of guys in this roster turnover has been huge. Also, his first game in Chase Center. But speaking of jo- uh, Jordan Poole, he's an interesting yeah. player when it comes to Prize Picks. Who we've been talking about Prize Picks for a while here. It's the best NBA DFS prop game. On the market, PrizePix offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players 
only recording a handful of minutes each game, which now Jordan Poole is going to go to the bench most likely if Clay Thompson stays in the lineup, but still could be an attractive option at prize picks where you could, they've got every prop you could think of. Points, assists, rebounds, threes made, uh, etc. there. So just use the promo code NBA and you'll receive 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prize picks allows mixed sport entries as well. So you're running out of time with NFL, but you've got NFL, NBA, NHL. You can mix them all together and have, have some fun there. So just go to prizepicks.com today. Use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Now, as we continue, and we will get to some buck stuff, but okay. as, we, as we continue this this chat here, just looking at the numbers, and you mentioned recently there's been some offensive um, struggles, I guess, for the Warriors, certainly for Steph. You look at his efficiency numbers, and it's kind of bizarre looking at at where he's at from an efficiency yeah. perspective because it does feel like every three nights he's still going absolutely ballistic. Um, but the fact that they're the number one defense and you speak about guys they're going to get back, whether it's Wiseman, obviously Clay Thompson, neither of those guys are going to hurt this team defensively. No. But in the recent slump, they're 11th. So... How scared should everyone be, I guess, is the question. Because everything to me, when I look at all the numbers, when I look at the individual stuff, the team stuff, it's setting up for this to, again, be a pretty damn special Warriors roster, lineup, team, however you want to describe it. Yeah, yeah. I Look, my prediction, I predicted the Warriors to win the whole thing way before the season started just because as someone who's been following this team incessantly and passionately for how many years? For like 30-something years now. Um, I, I Like, I... I don't think it takes a basketball savant to realize the greatness of Stephen Curry. Um, yes, the offense is struggling recently, and that's largely because A, Stephen Curry himself has not been as efficient as normal. Um, and then B, the entire rest of the team, for some reason, just has forgotten how to shoot the three-point shot. And that's really the basis of the Warriors' offense. If that three-point shot isn't falling, um, they don't have a lot of plan Bs. And so that's where that amazing defense comes into play. Uh, Stephen Curry historically struggles in December and January. Um, why I don't know. I, I, and that's a question next Too time much I interview eating? What's, what's, what's going on here? Too much eating over the holiday period? What's up? <laughs> I don't know. It's a great question. I, my, my theory, and I, and I, I will ask him this at some point, but my theory is that, um, when it comes to the long game, the Warriors are brilliant. And, and they plan it out. They, they see June as a target. They don't see, like, April as a target, right? So um, so in my opinion, I think the team paces themselves, both mentally and physically, and they just aren't as aggressive this time of year. I could be wrong. This is just my guess. Uh, but come February, March, April, Step picks it up, and I think his numbers will improve. Um, there is no panic button right now. Uh, this week for the Warriors is insanely difficult. They play the Grizzlies. They're playing them right now, actually. Um, and so I'm going to watch that game as soon as we're done. Uh, and then they play a back-to-back with your team, the Bucks and the Bulls. I mean, I think they're one-two yeah. in the East or somewhere in there with the Nets, right? That's gnarly. Like, that's it. So you're not going to see all their players play in the back-to-back. Um, I know they already said Clay Thompson is not going to do the back-to-back. Andre Iguodala, who's still uh, giving them important uh, minutes, is not going to be there for the back-to-backs this year. Um, and then Stephen Curry, I'm starting to wonder if they're going to pull the reins a little bit on him for back-to-backs. So I'm hoping, my guess is because the Bucks are the first game of that back-to-back, and they played the Bulls earlier this year and blew them out. Um, so I think they're going to bring all their players for your team because the Warriors, if there's one thing they love to do is play psychological games during the regular season. Um, those Suns games that they dominated, they dominated and, and gave their 100% for a reason. They like sending messages to teams 
that, look, if we see you in the postseason, we want you to remember who we are and what we did to you, right? We're going to affect your confidence tonight. Um, so I think the Bucks game is there are they are going to show up. Like, you're going to see their best players with the exception of probably Jay, Draymond Green, um, who has a concerning calf tightness injury that we don't know much more about right now. But um, I'm concerned just because Draymond Green, to me, is one of the toughest players in the NBA. He never misses big games. Um, and if you watch that Clay Thompson game, he played the first possession just to be on the floor with Clay, yeah. and then he came off, which, by the way, on a side note, was a very selfless act because uh, Draymond Green's stats suffered tremendously for that. All of his average seconds, all he got was one foul, no points, no rebounds, no assists. So his stats really struggled and plummeted from that one appearance, but he didn't care. He just wanted to be on the court with Clay. Um, but anyway, so so going back to the Warriors and, and this time of year and how they're doing, there's no panic button. I think Steph's going to be fine. Um, I, I do worry about your team just because historically the Bucks have always played the Warriors great. Mm-hmm. Even in that 2015-16 season where the Warriors won 73 games, I think they started that season 24-0. and 0, uh, And it was your Bucks who ended that streak. Um, so, And they've always played them tough. I, I don't know why that is, but the Milwaukee Bucks to me are the only real threat to the Warriors. I... I don't see anyone in the West being a legitimate threat um, unless Kawhi Leonard comes back 100%. Then then that's a whole different discussion with the Clippers. But otherwise, um, your team is it. And Bucks fans who are watching this, like, uh, Dub Nation is aware. Like, we're very aware that the Bucks are the world champs. Uh, we're very aware that Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the NBA uh, and is a virtually unstoppable force. We're very aware that Chris Middleton is one of the most underrated players in the NBA. We're very aware that Drew Holiday can play stout defense, is going to give either Steph or Clay trouble, but the good news is hopefully we'll wear him down and limit him <laughs> offensively because of that. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, no, we're, we're, the expectations are very high. Um, and I'm what I'm hoping for, and I think what Dub Nation is hoping for, is that 10, 15 years from now, when we look back on this era, that those two years that they took a break will just be a blip that no one even remembers about anymore. And hopefully, I'm, I'm selfishly hoping that the Warriors win two or three more championships. But your team's in the way. And I, 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 I refuse to disrespect the Bucks because championship experience matters. Like that winning that title last year and imprint, imprinting that memory in every one of their heads in terms of how to do this, how hard it is to get to this point, um, is not forgotten. And it's hard to take down a champ. And if they mean the finals, and I think they will, I'm stoked for that. Um, yeah, so that's my thoughts on, on the Warriors. So if you are talking about those 2015-2016 seasons, I mean, the reason the Bucks gave you trouble is because they had the kryptonite. They had Michael Carter-Williams. They had Greg Monroe. And the, yeah. Warriors couldn't, the Warriors couldn't do anything about it. That's why they were able to stay in those, those matchups. By the way, before, yeah. we move, before we move on, did you hear or read about all this? And I'm not – I don't you know, gamble myself personally. But did you hear about all these guys that made bank on the Draymond Green – just betting the under on all these props? No. Enlightenment. So, and by the way, Price Picks is a sponsor of both our shows, and it's a fun website. Um, so you're saying people just clean house? Yeah, I'm not sure it was Price Picks, but I was reading or listening to, to some, the one guy in particular bet like 100 bucks and made like 20 grand or something because he just put, put them all together. He must have known he wasn't going to play or something, went under, 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 and just cashed out. It's just like, you know, hey, shout out to that guy. If you get the, the inside. 
inside well i'll head. say well i'll say this but my locked on warriors uh uh compadre dieter kurdenbach he was the only people who knew draymond wasn't going to play were at the arena because yeah. he pulled that calf during warm-ups mm-hmm. um and that's the uh, that's a way to beat the bookies i i mean it's a believable story i mean <laughs> yeah. if i was there and i saw that i would immediately get on my phone and make those bets so all i can say is congrats to them i mean um bravo yeah <laughs> no i haven't yeah. heard about that though but, i agree uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think that I'm making it up. But speaking of sponsors of the show, uh, we should talk about Built Bar, uh, which yes. is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. You said yes. It sounds like you're a fan of Built Bar as well. Cookies and cream all day, every day, and the fact they have uh, half the calories of a candy bar. They have, I think, an eighth of the sugar that a candy bar has. Um, Built Bar, it, it, dude, it's amazing. Have you have you tried it? I have. Um, one of the most contentious flavors we have on this show that hosts either love or they hate, but it always is a is a point of uh like i said contention is the coconut how do you feel about coconut i haven't i haven't had coconut so um i but now i'm interested i will try next time we talk i'll i'll uh, i'll give you an update on that all right i'm a fan <laughs> there are some people that aren't a fan but uh as sarah says i mean these bills uh these uh these bars i should say uh, don't cost too many bills i should say mm. that but they are very healthy for you uh, which is the best part about it as well as they taste good so just use the promo code locked 15 and you'll get 15% off at built.com. That's locked15, the promo code at built.com, and you'll get 15% off. And we were just talking about betting, uh, but Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as they continue their march towards the playoffs in the NFL and the NBA and, and NHL as they continue to roll on as well. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all your best sports wagering action for 2022. Use the promo code locked on and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit if you sign up today. Uh, like I said, football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, whatever sport it is, Bet Online has you covered. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. That's Bet Online where the game starts. You mentioned the Bucks. Is there any yeah. is there any curiosity you have about this franchise? I, I do think that the point you made about the team learning how to win, however you want to describe it, having that playoff experience is real. Because last year we discussed a lot. You talk about the Warriors pacing themselves through the regular season. The Bucks really took this attitude last regular season. But we were very skeptical about it because we knew that mentally it's still very hard when you're carrying the weight of being a really good regular season team for multiple mm-hmm. years and not getting the job done. Now they've done that. There seems to be an even added layer of calm, uh, relaxation around this team. They don't stress too much whether they lose games, win games. Uh, but what is it about the Bucks that, outside of the obvious, the Giannis, yeah. that, that, that makes you think that this team is the best in the East? Because... The East also is stronger than Chicago, Brooklyn, a number of teams that are trying to to be around that mix. Yeah, I um, so I I take tremendous uh, or I put I place tremendous value in chemistry, and I really think that is the number one variable for the Warriors. Is that when it comes to chemistry, they don't really care night in night out who's scoring the most points. They don't care who's getting the limelight. Uh, the, the only glory they're seeking is as a team. Uh, not as individuals. Um, and that's what basketball is. It's easy for people to forget that this is a team sport. And if you're working in a cohesive manner with great coaching uh, and with players who buy into a system, your defense will show as a result of that because great defense starts with a team collective effort. Rebounding will show for that. The Warriors don't have a natural center on the roster. Their tallest player is 6'9", yet they're consistently keeping up with other teams, if not out-rebounding them. 
And I think when it comes to the Bucks, uh, that's a similar formula of success there. Um, Coach Bud is like a, I still have questions about him. I don't know how the Bucks feel about him as a whole. Uh, I, I think it's obvious that he saved his job by winning the championship. <laughs> um, but it, when you look at Giannis, when you look at Middleton, I know they brought Drew Holiday in, but there seems to be a very similar ego-less uh, environment and attitude with the Bucks team. That's what I see. Um, I like, I don't see anybody on that team, like thinking about himself. I don't see selfishness. I, you know, I don't see, um, any of the mindset that represents, you know, an inflated ego. Like this is a team that had one goal and that was collectively to win a championship. And they did that. I mean, you, and then you look at Giannis, right? I mean, his body of work when all said and done, he's basically Shaquille O'Neal, um, only he can dribble. And sometimes he has an outside shot. Uh, I, you know, the Bucks. And, and they play great defense. Um, and you have to give Coach Bud some credit. Um, I, you know, you'd have to tell me what happened with Demarcus Cousins there because I do think he's still has something to give in this game. Um, and I'm a little surprised he didn't fit in with you guys. But if Lopez comes back, which seems to be the indication, is going to be later in the year. Um, I really think the Bucks are going to win this whole thing. I'm not, not win the East. I don't want to say the whole thing. Um, I don't see the Nets as a threat. Um, I, to me, the Nets are a team with three superstars who need someone else to carry the team. None of those guys can carry it on their own. That's just how I feel about it based on my personal observations. Uh, the Bulls, to me, are a great team. They really are, but I just don't think they're a championship-level team. Um, you know, you're, I think you guys got the East. I really think I, I'm very confident in this. I'll go. I should go on BetOnline.ag. Um, I unfortunately just lost all my money a few weeks ago betting on the Warriors, uh, so I got to I got to deposit more in my account. But I really should place that bet because I feel very confident it's going to be Warriors Bucks, and I don't feel like I don't have the same confidence of the Warriors winning the West that I do have in them beating the Bucks, um, just because your team has that championship experience. Giannis, I don't know. I mean, Draymond's the one that's going to be covering him, but I don't know if anyone can really just stop Giannis. He's such an unstoppable force. And then Middleton, I think, was is really the most important player from that championship group in terms of gaining that championship experience. Um, because when he has the confidence, he's he's lethal. Um, it's a it's it's a travesty to me how like if you look at his Twitter account, he has like I think fifty thousand followers or forty or like I looked at it a while ago, he had like sixteen. Like he is not a popular figure, which is shocking to me given how good he is, right? I mean, he's grossly underrated in my opinion. And then Drew Holiday, I still continually wonder why the Pistons or the Pistons, the Pelicans gave him up for like pretty much nothing. Um, I know you gave up some, some talent for him, like Bledsoe and draft picks, but uh, if I'm right, but um, you, you're, I, I like your team. I don't know what else to say about it, except that to me in the Eastern Conference, the Bucks are the overwhelming favorite. Uh, just from my long history of watching basketball since I was like eight years old and, and watching it really uh, closely, um, I can tell you that the Bucks are a legitimate team. Like they don't they don't have flaws. They have outside shooting. They have defense. Uh, they got size. Um, and when it comes down to it again, yeah, I really think it's going to be Warriors Bucks when all is said and done. I mean, how are you feeling about the West? I would love your take on that. Like, do you think the Warriors are the favorites, or does Phoenix or Utah or you know, I'm not going to say the Lakers at all, but. Uh, and they're done, in my opinion. But do you, do you think, is there a threat to the Warriors, from your opinion, from your side? No, I think there's four teams, uh, two teams from, from each conference that I could I could say. Again, the Clippers are a little bit of a wild card with Kawhi. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, but but I like I like Golden State. And Phoenix, you know, you have to respect. I mean, they were they were two zip up in the finals. You know what I mean? I mean, they were very, very close. Uh, and then in the East, uh, we'll see what happens with the Nets moving forward. It's obviously a weird situation. But I, I have those four teams uh, at probably at the top. 
the one thing I will say before we wrap this up, just the, okay. the boogie, the boogie cousin stuff. Uh, it, it is interesting. I mean, this was I would have to say a pretty unpopular decision by the Bucks to to cut Boogie. It obviously came on the yeah, it obviously came on the deadline where they had to they had to make a decision for the rest of the season. Uh, some fans will say that they were annoyed because they feel like this is a, a money saving move. Uh, there will be other oh. fans that genuinely genuinely believe that he is a guy that could play during the playoffs. I don't necessarily agree with that. He was fantastic when he was here. You can put him in second units. He can still offensively put up points, get your rebounds. I, I didn't see him as a guy that you were going to be able to play in the postseason. So I personally no. didn't, didn't have an issue with it. And interesting, you mentioned Steve Kerr. There's nothing that's been reported. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the relationship was like with Bud. That's all I'll say. I, I don't Interesting. Know. I well, don't if he's know. A co- yeah. I mean, if you got to get along with your coaches, I mean, that'll sabotage your career right there. I do want to add to you, uh, you brought up Jordan Poole a little earlier. Um, he, I mean, Andre Iguodala last week called him the $20 million sixth man, right? Uh, <laughs> if he can just be a little more consistent, um, he's going to be a star in this game. His biggest issue remains shot selection. Like sometimes he thinks he's Stephen Curry and he's heaving up 35 footers. He should not be doing that. Um, if he simple when he's if and when he simplifies his game regularly, I think you're going to get a 20 points a night score uh, a scoring average from him. Um, yeah, I mean the Warriors' depth is is incredible. You know, I mean we have two rookies that we don't rely on at all who are both lottery picks. Uh, who might be contributing come playoff time. And, and I'm referring to Jonathan Kaminga and to a lesser extent, Moses Moody. Um, I don't know the Bucks depth personally, but I, I, to me, like the Eastern Conference, and I, I know fans of the Bucks might not like hearing this just for superstitious reasons, but I really think the Bucks have it. Like, I do not see the Nets <laughs> as a threat at all. Um, to me, they are in a they're such a top heavy team with superstars, but none of those superstars have ever carried a team themselves to a championship. And I think, I think having mental toughness is important. And that's something that a player like Giannis has. That's something a player like Stephen Curry has. Um, I don't view the Suns as a, as a serious threat only because Steph has owned Chris Paul throughout nearly their entire career, save for one playoff series in 2014. Um, you know, and that psychological edge is important. Mental toughness is just not something you can teach, right? You're either born with it or you're not. And Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green for the Warriors, uh, Giannis, Middleton, Drew Holiday for the Bucks. Like, like to me, that is the the variable, the secret attribute, or the underrated attribute that not many people talk about. That all these six players have as the leaders of their team. And when they play each other in the finals, and I think that's going to happen, it's going to be exciting. That's going to be a seven-game series, I think. I don't think either team's going to dominate the other. Um, but I, that's what I see, man. I, I think our teams are the ones to beat, and I, and, and I hope they meet in the finals. I'm ready for another postseason run of podcasting, uh, that's for sure. By the way, Jordan Poole, Rufus King High School product in Milwaukee. So well, lots of our listeners, lots of Did our listeners, big fans of Jordan Poole. Oh, so there I'm, you go. I'm sure they'll be happy uh, to hear that. Uh, don't forget to check out the Locked On Bets podcast. Jeez, we've been talking a lot about betting here, but check it out. <laughs> you, your boy Q and handicapping expert, Lee Sterling. It's our boy Q. It's our boy Q. Yeah, our boy Q. We're but all friends you. with Q now. Yeah, that's that's true. That is sorry, a good sorry. point. Cyrus, uh, this has been awesome, man. I appreciate it. Uh, just based Thanks, on what man. you said about the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, very welcome back. I'm sure the, the reviews will be overwhelmingly positive, which is what we love. Oh, and you and it's yeah, it's gonna be your turn to come. No, let's do this regularly, yeah. man. I've I've traveled the world, and for some reason, you Aussies just understand what is important in life. You get it. Uh, your attitude is perfect. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you, Kane. And yeah, let's definitely do this again soon, man. It was a pleasure. 
All right, as I mentioned, we're going to have Camille on the podcast tomorrow. She'll be back. We'll be looking ahead to this Warriors game a little bit further. We'll potentially have some some updates with availability, so we're going to get into that. But for now, for Cyrus, for myself, we'll leave it there. We'll catch you guys tomorrow.